Good day. This is Lisa Hawkins for Christian Warrior Woman. Sorry I haven't um, been with you for the last two days. It's probably been about a day from a recording standpoint. I had this bad cold in my throat and everything. I was trying to talk and coughing and carrying on, but God is good. And I am back and I'm going to make it through this recording today because it is very important. So first thing is, you know, find a space where you can reflect. Um, I hope you have your journal. And we're going to talk about one area that definitely multiplies and rebounds to bring you personal harm, and that is anger. So I pray that the Lord opens your mind to areas in your life where anger might have a stronghold. And we start with anger, but it doesn't end there, which is ugly. And we can see some of the stems and branches that can come back and go out from us due to anger. So I'm going to start with this scripture in Ephesians 4.26. We'll start out with, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. 27, and do not give the devil a foothold. So before I move on, I want to give an example, and I'm sure one may come to your mind, about in your anger, do not sin. I'm going to use relationships because this one is pretty key and common to get. Um, Have you ever met a woman, or maybe you've had this happen to you, where a spouse or someone you're dating um, cheats on you. And I know a woman in particular who had her husband do this to her. And so she thought, oh, okay, you want to cheat on me? We could both play this game. And so what did she do? She went out and cheated. But guess what? She got pregnant. And... To everyone else, it looked like she was the person who was wrong in the marriage. And to everyone, she was the scarlet letter woman. But no one knew that she had dealt with a husband because he had no evidence. And so I see this as as an obvious one that you can see that in your anger, we do things. I'll give an example if you um, watch that movie, Waiting to Exhale, with um, Whitney Houston and Angela Bassett. And her husband is leaving her for another woman in the movie. And what does she do? And I will have to say, I have kind of those tendencies of ripping up stuff. That's all I'm going to say. You'll have to find out in the next book. But in any way, in the movie... She puts all of his things in his car and burns up all his stuff. So why why do you think those things happen? Because something painful happened and anger was raging, correct? And whether it's a spouse cheating, whether it's I've also seen, you know, a manager um, fire someone and then that person winds up beating up the manager, And then security has to be called and that person winds up in jail. So anger always leads to us doing something that we're going to regret. And that's going to make the situation escalate. But in the end, what have we done? We've given the devil 
We've opened the door because it says, and do not give the devil a foothold. Now the enemy, because we're enraged and we're angry. And in that moment, our actions and our behaviors become out of control. And when we're out of control, not only do we do things, but we can create an atmosphere where other people become out of control. So for example, you can be angry at your spouse. He gets angry back. Then it escalates into a fight. Then your neighbors hear what's going on and they call the police and the police come. And we know these days police can shoot first, ask questions later. And all this might have started because someone was angry that someone ate their meal in the freezer. So it's not always simple, but in a way it is when you look back at where it escalated to. And then you look, well, where did this begin? Where it began was in something simple that we became angry about, that we felt that we were done wrong. And what is the best place to go? So let me give you a clue in step one. When you are burning in anger or upset about something, the last thing you want to do is confront that person or confront the situation right then. You want to give yourself, give yourself 24 hours. So promise yourself that when someone sets you off, that you don't just release your emotions. You can't live in your emotions or your life will be a wreck. So step one, when we're angry, then we release all of that emotional stuff you're feeling. If you're like me, I can't even sleep at night until I like get this out. And two things help with getting how to release anger. Writing in a journal, that's why you have it in front of you. Or in crying out to God about what you're angry about and, and asking him to bring relief to your emotions, bring peace to your spirit, bring peace to your mind. And maybe have a cup of calamine tea with some honey and lemon to help that as well. Or maybe go running or do something physical to release all of that pent up frustration and emotions that's with inside. Make sense? It's so important to know how to deal with our emotions. And we, we do this with our children, especially when they're young. Excuse me, we try to teach them how to deal with it. But believe it or not, as adults, we need to learn that as well. So if we go down to um, verse 29 in Ephesians 4:29, says, "Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen." So I'm sure every person listening to this has been guilty of unwholesome talk. And if you don't know what unwholesome talk is, trust me, you've had unwholesome talk. Unwholesome talk could be gossiping. Unwholesome talk could be cussing somebody out. Unwholesome talk could be anger when you're expressing and criticizing someone. Unwholesome talk can be um, slandering and, and brawling and, and, and tearing someone else down. We all know what unwholesome talk is. 
So one, let's get rid of gossip. And two, when we look at someone, let's not think to tear them down, ladies especially. We, you know, look at women and maybe they're attractive, maybe they have a nice shape, and but we have to find something negative. Oh, that dress might be nice, but those shoes, they look horrible. Or she's wearing too much makeup. Or I don't like her, or her hair's not real. <clears throat> we find something to say that is not accurate. And my brother used to always say, when he used to hear women so critical of, um, or maybe my sisters or family members and, and mom and, and sisters critical of someone's look, my brother used to always say this, and this will make you laugh. He used to always say, have you looked in the mirror lately? Like, you know, when you're criticizing someone for how they're trying to project and, and be positive in their life, Have you looked at your own life? Before you talk about someone else, as they say, pull the moat out of your word. Not what they say, what the word says. Pull the moat out of your own eye first. Okay, so verse 30. Sorry, verse 31. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. All of these things are related. So when we have bitterness, what's bitterness from? Bitterness from something we felt an injustice done to us or bitter that maybe we didn't get married at the age that we expected to or we didn't get the job we expected to or our health isn't what we expected it to. It's always something that we already had that we believe we deserve. That's why we're bitter, right? Because something bad happened to us and that should not have happened. The rage. I've, I've had what I would say my anger has turned into, had turned into rage when I literally felt uncontrolled because I was so angry. And, and if you ever seen anyone in rage, they're shaking and all kinds of health issues can happen with rage. And some people live in this space. They live in this space of being bitter. We've all seen people who you could just say one thing to them and you know they're a bitter person. Nothing is good when you talk to them. They're very negative. These are not women that we want to be. And if we know women like this, we need to pray a breakthrough over their lives. So I want to ask you today in your journal, what are you holding on that is linked to bitterness or if something's mentioned can send you into rage maybe it's something about maybe it's even let's say if you're african-american maybe it's a, a racial slur or something someone says can you know race you into that emotion or maybe if someone says something about your weight or one of your children what are things that can easily trigger you Because I will tell you, if you're easily triggered, the enemy already knows how to bring those circumstances in your life to get you off your goals. And so you want to list the things that normally trigger you. What are the things that you're still holding on to in the area of anger? Anger, bitterness, those are all areas where forgiveness is needed. And so if you're saying, how do I break through being bitter, 
maybe I'm divorced and maybe my husband is living this great life and I'm struggling with my children and so I'm angry and I'm angry every day. But how does that make life better for your children? How does that how does that bring prosperity to your life? Not only from people that are around you who deal with this bitter woman every day, but also <clears throat> how does what someone did who was out of your life, how are you still letting them project to continue to damage your future? You see, we spend so much time worrying about what someone did to us or what they owe us or what they should uh, maybe ask our forgiveness for. And maybe we should be focused on, thank God for removing them out of my life. That where would my life, what trajectory, where would I be headed if they were still in my life? Where would I be emotionally? Where would I be spiritually? Where would my low and my self-esteem be if I was still with that person? Maybe we should be doing a dance of praise and thanking God <clears throat> that although today it may appear that we're lonely, but we're in a healthier place. We're in a stronger place than we were prior. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I want you to think about what's the good news in your situation and focus on that in the journal. So the word says, get rid. I want you today to get rid of anything that you're holding on to from your past that is hindering your future, your success, your joy, and your relationship with your children and your promotions at your job. Because when you have bitterness and you have anger, people smell it on you. They feel it on you. And it comes out in your words and through your tongue. So I pray today that you break off the spirit of bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice, and that you allow Jesus Christ to bring peace, to bring confidence, to bring wholeness to that place that is wounded within you. It doesn't matter if you've had it for 30 years, 20 years, or 50 years. What does matter is that you can give it to God today and say, I no longer want to be an angry woman. I no longer want to be a bitter woman. I want to be a woman that is filled with love, joy, peace, and has a relationship with God that is growing and bearing fruit for not only myself, but for the purpose that God has put me on this earth to produce. It's time to look forward for your fruit, not look back for stale veggies and, veg and vegetables. No, it's time for a harvest, a harvest of a new life with joy and peace. That is what I send you today. In the mighty name of Jesus, be a woman of purpose, but be filled with joy. Amen.